Yo, what's going on, guys? Um, it's Lewis, and I'm back again with Matt. Fuck Sonic! Don't listen. <laughs> We're not gonna get on. We're not as tired as last time, okay? <laughs> um, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to uh, record the third episode last week, so we have a bit of catching up to do. Not not too much. Um, but what we've got to go through is Team Sonic Racing stuff. We have IDW stuff. We have. Sonic Colors, of all things, we have the double pack between Mania and Forces, and we have Sonic movie stuff, so we have a lot to, to go through. But how how you been doing the last two weeks, Matt, in terms of Sonic stuff? Do you want to know? Do I? I'm still on my... We love Sonic, but we don't love Sonic. Fuck Sonic, man. I like yeah. Sonic. Wait, I, think, I like I Sonic. I think we need to start making these a bit more positive because I've like looked at the older like episodes and like we just trash on people. <laughs> oh no. It's not good. It it's bad. Okay, but seriously though. Um so do you want to start with I guess going from the top of like those notes that I uh, that I wrote down in no particular order, but you want to talk about that Team Sonic Racing uh delay? Yeah, that game's never coming out. Okay, I think I think it is personally. I think Team Sonic Racing is coming out. Um, but dude, in this I, year, actually, I actually I heard it is coming out though, because from my contact at, at Sega, okay, he sent me some images. He sent me some images. I okay. post I posted them on Twitter of what the release the... date. Oh yeah, what are those images? Do you want to post? Do you want to send them to me after and I'll uh, upload them? Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'll put them on screen now. These are the images that Matt was sent by Sega. But but seriously though, like I <laughs> I think I think that the game it's it's likely that it might be delayed. But I still think it might be coming out, man. Like, there's something to me that just screams like this game can't be delayed. Um I don't go accept it. I, I see it. I don't <laughs> I th I think uh, Team Sonic Racing is one of those games that like is got enough shit already. So I don't like. Why would they delay it? What do they have to delay? I don't think it's polished. It I mean, didn't it, look it, polished. It looks pretty solid to me. The it thing looks solid, but I don't think it was like polished. Polished, like yeah, yeah. It I didn't mean, look as good as it as it should be. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is that's really important to keep in mind is that you have... Because we know most of the characters in the game. I think we know almost every character in the game, right? Yeah, We've seen most of them except for, like, like, the last two, I think. Yeah. Wait, no, never mind. The um, the roster got leaked. Oh, it got leaked? A while back. What was the leak? I, I think don't it was this. like it was, like, Metal Sonic, Eggman, and, like, an Egg Pawn or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, I suppose that's pretty likely. I don't know. Either or, uh, the game is probably, almost definitely, getting delayed. But, because the reason why we're saying all of this is because we've got no release date and it should be coming out in the next two months. A month and a half, uh, realistically, from when this is uploaded. And, no, it'd be two months. And, basically, the, the problem is, is like, yeah. You have this, this, what was it, like a Russian magazine? Or something like that. 
I don't think that there's anything. Yeah, I don't think there's anything really to say about that. I think it's just gonna get. I don't know. I think Sonic Team. It's not a Sonic Team project, and the movie's coming out, and oh, that's the future's so like weirdly complicated. Like for a while, it was very straightforward with like just general game releases. You know, we have a 3D game every couple of years. Dims makes the console, the the handheld equivalent, or a spin-off like Sonic Four. And then we just keep moving, going through the motions. But now we have classic. We have is Boost coming back? Is it not coming back? Is um, yeah, no, we talked about that last time. But I don't, I don't want Boost to come back, <laughs> you know. Trent. And we have like twelve different spinoffs. Like we have the Mario problem, but Mario is consistent. So you know, that's where the differences <laughs> kind of lie, in my opinion. Um, let me think though. So, Team Sonic Racing is almost definitely getting delayed. There was... You know more about this than I do, but there was an IDW delay. Okay, right? so... <clears throat> this is from... The sources is um David Marriott from the IDW... From IDW on the Son... IDW... This is from the IDW Sonic Facebook page. Um, okay, so... There are three announcements. The third one isn't really relevant. It's just like, hey, we're going to be at this con comic book convention um, in November, guys. Come through. Um, okay, so basically what happened is... Okay, I'm going to re read this like straight from them. I hate to say it, but... Number one, I hate to say it, but we've run a little behind with Sonic number 10 and the Team Sonic Racing one-shot. Issue 10's going to be out a week late now coming out on on October 31st. And the Team Sonic Racing one-shot's been delayed until November. We'll have the exact release for you soon. So, and they need, like, an I, they need an extra, some extra, an extra bit of time to make sure the books are perfect. And with issue 10, you'll, with issue 10, you'll be seeing a, a couple of changes on the credits. Originally solicited for art by Tracy Yardley. We've gotten Evan Stanley to come and help out too. So you'll see art from both of them in those issues. In part because Evan's drawing drawing something super cool and super secret in issue 11. And you'll ch notice a change in editorial. Our much beloved friend Joe Hughes has left IDW for some, for some exciting new projects and we wish him well. I'm staying on board and am joined by our new assistant editor, Megan Brown. Ooh boy. And yeah. So, so issue ten's getting delayed for a week. It would have come out this Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, because they've been coming out um a week earlier than they usually do for the past yeah. few months. Mm -hmm. Um, usually, um, well, issue five and um, I think five and six came out around this time, last when those came out, but yeah. these have been coming out. But they've been recently coming out in, like, the middle of the month. So now these are, like, now this is getting pushed to the end of the month. And the TSR um, one-shots getting delayed. Wait, wait, wait. The, if, the, if the Team Sonic Racing... How badly is the Team Sonic Racing comic getting delayed? Well, it was supposed to come out alongside issue 10 this week. Ooh. Do you think and the it's delay of... And it's getting pushed a month back. Do you think that that's because... 
Wait, no, that kind of that kind of lines up. I was with thinking the that Russia that was because well. of the um the game about the the Russia thing about the yeah, Russian. Yeah, no, because like if it comes out in January, okay, like what ends up happening is like that's a month later, roughly. So then the thing might get pushed back a month as well. I don't know. That is very weird. Um, it definitely makes the it gives more credence to the idea that. Team Sonic Racing is getting delayed, which again, I wouldn't particularly want, because at this point, it's one of those games where I just want to move on from it. I want the game to come out, I want people to have their opinions on it, and I want people to move on and grow up. Um, just kind of like Forces, really. Uh, like, the period waiting for Forces, regardless of what you think of the actual game's quality, was not a fun time to be a Sonic fan. I think, <laughs> um, I think while the game has brought out the worst in people, I think the, the weight up to it also contributed to that a lot more than it should have and i think i think the same thing about tsr honestly um but yeah no so if the comic's getting delayed then i'm 99 percent sure tsr is which is a shame yeah and now we got new editing staff Ooh. well like well we're getting a change in editing staff that's gonna be different yeah, as I said, like, I don't know anything about the comics, so I don't know how much that's gonna, like, affect, because I don't read that kind of stuff, so. But, I was uh, just, it's, it's, yeah. It's interesting. And we're getting Evan Stanley on this issue as well. I wonder why that is. Um, it might be because no one checked Tracy Yardley's work last issue. No. Um, no one checked his his work last issue, and I've been very vocal about it, because <laughs> my man's drew some hands backward, drew Silver's hands backward on one of the preview pages, and that yeah, shit I ended up, that. and that shit ended up in the final in the final product. Yikes! That's not. And it's like a it's like a fucking full page spread. So like it's like. In your face when you open the book, and I'm like, "Fuck me, man." Yeah, he's like right there as well. Like Silva's like takes like half the fucking page. Yeah, no. Um, backwards hands are like pretty bad. <laughs> like especially when Silva takes up like half the page, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Bro. Let me grab it real quick. It's right next to me anyway. He's going on an adventure. Um. Meanwhile, while you like, it's I don't like know. legit, like, like legit. So you get like, so you get this really cool, like, you get like two full page, you get one, you get like three full page spread, two page spreads, mm -hmm. and then like you open it up and bam, the silver's hands are right there in their backwards, <laughs> and he's like in the foreground. Because yeah. of how the perspective is, he's in the foreground, so it's like, ooh, he's right there, front and center. And then Rouge has some really awkward posing. I think it's well. kind of interesting how, like, I don't know about the comics, but I know about this because, t see, to me, this isn't a huge deal. And I, I'm pretty sure you can agree, like, it's not a, a be-all, end-all type of thing. But, like, the fact that the fandom has, like, blown that up. Like, a little bit, to the point where I know about it, and I don't give a shit about the comics, I don't digest that much Sonic media. Um, I just talk about them a lot, I guess. 
it it does it does say a lot i think about like how the fandom views its characters and it's it's art and the people who make the comics but that's not something i think i want to get into oh oh don't get me started yeah no i yeah well anyway you want to speaking of uh not trying to piss off the fandom let's go on to colors because you know that's totally not a topic that has been run into the fucking ground last week um but basically <clears throat> for those that weren't aware and i don't blame you um they okay so there was a steam sale for sonic games on steam they do this regularly um and basically steam put out a promo image like they do with a lot of their sales and their news updates and whatever and it was like something something like something percent off sonic games right had some text and then the background there were four pictures okay there was the sonic generations box art the sonic and sega all-stars race transform box art the sonic mania key like the key art for that game and sonic colors the ds versions box art of sonic colors so rather than being rational minded and thinking that it was an honest mistake by somebody that worked at valve which Sega late, you know, later posted to the social media and took down. Ninety nine percent of the fucking internet was like, "Oh, hey guys, we're getting a Sonic Colors port to PC." Valve, does this mean Sonic Colors on PC? Hello. Hello. The, okay. Sonic Colors on PC. Listen, listen. I love Colors so much. That game needs a PC version. But y'all are overreacting. Chill. And also on the on the other side of the spectrum, we got like people who knew that it wasn't uh, that it was just a mistake. But people were like, "Damn, Sega's really making the bad like decisions here." It's like some guy at Valve fucked up. Like, calm down. If they're porting colors okay. to PC and not unleashed. I knew oh it, I knew it was going to get to this point. Oh my god. Listen. <laughs> Any, stop. Anybody, <laughs> anybody who... See, look, that's the thing. There was a topic going on, and this is Sega-related, but basically it was discovered that Shenmue 1 and 2 were originally going to be remastered instead of PC-ported, and you could, you know, ported to PC, and you can look that up. And... There were people that have never played that never played Shenmue, but are Sonic fans that were using that as a as a reason to shit on Sega. Okay, first of all, I've never played Shenmue, so this is coming from a completely unbiased perspective. But I know from a lot of the people that I've talked to and that have pl that love those two games, and the third one is on the way. By the way, like that's also really important to consider the context. They were so happy to even get a port of their game. You know, I I wish that I could say the same. Because, like, a bunch of Sega games have had that now. That, you know, Knights has been ported. Jet Set Radio has been ported. Mind you, Knights is missing a bit of content, but that's besides the point. Anyway, um, you know, and tons of other, like, old classic Sega series would kill to get ports to modern systems especially something as cult classic like a shenmue and it's like i don't i don't know man like people 
like it just puts into perspective like how whiny Sonic people can be. Like they throw a, a fit or a temper tantrum when you know something doesn't get ported, as if we have a right for those developers to spend time and money putting a game that did not sell very well that people didn't like when it came out that is literally blacklisted from being sold in stores by sega themselves to be put onto a modern system like you really really think that like they're gonna go through all the effort to do that to appease a very vocal minority a really rude vocal minority people gotta be out of their goddamn minds okay I don't know. I think the the Unleashed PC port... I think that the Unleashed PC port... Um, not like agenda, but you know, like, movement in a way. It's just really loud, and you guys gotta chill. I would kill for an Unleashed PC port. I don't really like that game, would but you? I think... I mean, listen, I don't really like that game, but like, I think a lot no, of stuff. No, 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 no. Be real, would you though? <laughs> would, would you though? I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't kill for it like I would for <laughs> something like Colors or like a Steam version of Heroes, because fuck it in the PC version. But like, it's you know, I'd love it. That'd still be great, okay? Because I would be really happy for all the Unleashed people out there. But at the same time, I they don't care. It. Yeah, like if you're being like loud and assholeish about it. You know, like, do you know how much I would love to see colors in native 4K? Not running off a dolphin, but like, native 4K Sonic colors with, a, with sitting back with a PS4 controller, that that'd be great. That game should have gotten an HD port when it came out, but unfortunately, there's probably not a, a reason for them to do that right now, and I totally get it. You know. I'm just not good. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a different strokes kind of thing, but I'm just not the kind of person to 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 whine at companies for for shit like this because I know that in the end it might get ported or there's more important things to talk about. I don't I think this feeds into the whole Sonic Twitter thing that we've been going at for the last couple of episodes, but like people are just really vocal and like you guys need to chill because people see this. Like Sega sees this. Um, you know, the same thing happens with Nintendo, but they're a very abstract company. Uh, Sega sees a lot of this, and they just, they tend to see it as pretty whiny, honestly. And it's like, if you guys really wanted to, like, say Unleashed, I don't like lumping people in, because, uh, I mean, I'd be okay with an Unleashed PC port, but, you know, like, the very vocal minority of rude people that are constantly shitting on Sega for not giving them a, a port, acting like, you know, in all in all honesty, complete children on Twitter, you're not helping your cause, and you're making it worse for the people that actually do want this as as badly as you do. People people need to chill, I think. Like, just let, let Sega worry about getting Sonic back on track before you guys ask them to spend development time putting old games on new systems. Because, like, I just... See, here's the thing. It's, like, when you make this kind of argument, people are like, oh, you, you hate the idea of ports. And it's, like, why would I... You know, I I, I, I wanted... Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm just done with this whole Unleashed port, Colors port, Heroes port. Even 06 people are like, you know what, guys? You know, it's, like, chill. You can't sit there and tell me that 
companies like Sega, you know, are not investing their money properly into projects that you approve of or, you know, you're not happy with how they're doing, but also expect them to pander to you in particular and spend their time and their money pandering to very, very niche vocal minority parts of the fan base. It just doesn't make sense in my head, you know, these people don't, I don't get them. But anyway, do you want to talk about something else that kind of pissed people off, which was the Sonic double pack for Switch? The what? The Sonic, you didn't hear about this? No, I heard about it, but like, who fucking cares? Well. Why is it so, why is everything such a... The, oh uh, my god. When I saw that it got announced, I knew exactly what the reaction would be. Why is Sonic Mania getting bundled with a bad game when I can just buy Sonic Mania? And you know what? We spent the whole of the last episode talking about forces really tiredly, but y'all can, can check that out, okay? What I'm gonna say is that Sonic Forces is not... It's just it's just a nice cheap alternative to get both games at once. Why are people being mad about this? Why are people mad that one game is bundled with another for convenient for like consumer convenience or ease of access or just making things cheaper? Like you guys can't be fucking serious. I don't understand, dude. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's literally a bundle. A bundle pack. You don't gotta buy it. You don't gotta buy it. Like that's the the thing. Like the people that are making these quotes have played both of these games. I hope they play both these games because you can't be talking shit and not play the fucking game. But you know, like you can't be being like, you know, why they're doing this when you've already bought these games. You don't have to do anything. Just it's an easier way for them to make money. And it benefits literally everybody involved. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's this whole fucking community is bizarre at times. I don't I don't get the the obsession with hating on things. Like I'm a grumpy bitch, okay? Like I can nitpick stuff super super bad, but at the end of the day, I just play video games cuz I enjoy them. And I'm not saying that these people don't enjoy video games, but I think that People tend to hone in publicly, might I add, on the really, really teeny tiny small details and then nitpick the fuck out of them and blow them up. Like, this is what I was saying about Team Sonic Racing. Oh, oh the um, the IDW comic before, it's like, I saw that silver picture like 20 times in, in like one hour on Twitter because, you know, people freaked out over a, a fuck up in the comics. And it's like, yeah, quality assurance is important, but like... You guys are really making too much of a big deal out of this. Like, just chill. Go to other, go to 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 other avenues to discuss Sonic the Hedgehog, and don't storm Twitter or brigade other people's like opinion threads or whatever. Just engage in nice debate, cause it's just getting real tiresome. I muted the word Sonic yesterday on Twitter. As somebody that not only does this podcast but runs a channel like based around it. And has been a super fan of the series ever since he was a little kid. It kind of sucks that I actively want to block it out of my fucking, like, feed. 
without unfollowing like without unfollowing like four hundred people. So, yeah, yeah, Sonic fans are problematic. Yeah, you guys, you guys gotta chill. I'm not saying that in like a mean way and like a fuck you guys type thing. Because I agree, like, I love for games that I love to get ported to modern systems. Like, let me look at my games right now. You guys don't think I, like, I wouldn't want Super Mario 3D World on the Switch? Or Xenoblade Chronicles X? Or fucking, uh... You guys don't think I want a Pokemon Diamond or Pearl remake? You know, I love these games, and I want them to, to, to get pushed to new heights with new hardware or remade in some way, or remastered, or ported, or bundled, but, you know, I don't, I don't lose my shit if they don't. I expected Pokemon Generation 4 remakes for the last, like, three years. But hey, it's fine that we're not getting it, because I can wait. And the, the game, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, they exist. I can go back and play those games perfectly fine. Those games don't need to be remade. Neither do Unleash doesn't need to be ported. It's right there on your PS3. Colors, you can... Dolphin exists, okay? I'm not going to advocate piracy, but Dolphin exists. Hey. It's just like... It's crazy, man. No, 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 no. Well, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out real quick. You're going to say okay. the worst thing I've ever heard so, in the next five seconds. So, Go. they port Unleash to PC, right? Uh-huh. But... It's unleashed. I think that would be the greatest possible thing Sega could do. That would be the most amazing middle finger fuck you. And I would... I... Somebody would get murdered. Like, somebody would die on Twitter. Like, if that happened, someone's, like, internet career would just get shut down. People would be so... <laughs> Bro, how would you even do Unleashed on, like, PC, though? Because doesn't it use motion controls? I haven't played that game in, like, ten years. But the Wii is a controls like color. It controls like colors. Bad. Nah, colors, colors is kind of clean, man. I want to save discussion on that game for another episode, but Sonic Colors is a fun-ass game. You know? Dude, I'll boot it up after we're done recording, and I'll play through it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like die on tropical resort, bro, and you're gonna be like, damn, this game's this game's some mid. <laughs> oh, I almost said something real bad. Let me stop. Wait, no. What, what were you gonna say? I can cut it out. I can cut it out. What I, were you gonna say? I can't. No, no, can't. not cut, cut. Yeah, no, that is bad. What the fuck? Anyway. That's what I'm saying. That's what I stop. Anyway. God, we've gone very off topic from the Sonic double pack. I'm sorry. We don't really nah, have... but huh? But you don't gotta buy that shit. Stop, stop complaining about it. You already yeah. got the games. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I bought, I bought Mania like three times now. I'm kind of sick of it. I'm sick of seeing it everywhere. I love it. It's like, it's probably in my top. It's like my fourth favorite game of all time. And that graphic that I made on Twitter a while ago, like. It's, it's really good. I love it, but I'm kind of sick of seeing it, and you know I don't need to buy it again. But that's fine, cause I'm not gonna buy it again, and I'm not gonna sit here and complain about it. But anyway, 
the last thing that was on our like bucket list before we go into full fucking ramble mode, I guess, because we don't really have anything to talk about, is um, the filming for the Sonic movies done, right? Oh yeah, it's done, and Sonic fans are still complaining about it. You know, I just love how everything wraps around to this thing happened. Here's how people reacted to it. Because, you know, Sega doesn't... We don't get news of much substance. It's just, like, out there. You know, it's just people's reactions which are the most interesting part. In general, it's like... Yeah, like, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just comes with that... The outburst, overreaction bullshit that I constantly see on my Twitter feed. You know? It's like... <laughs> why the fuck are you guys, like... This is, I think I said this last episode, or maybe it was the first episode, but, like, stop acting as if you're a fucking director or a game designer or whatever, because, honestly, you don't know how these things work. I'm not claiming I do. You know, Matt, I don't think you're gonna be sit there on your high horse and be like, oh, well, you know, actually, you know? But we're, we're gonna be here and we're gonna be like, okay. You know, it's just not something to worry about. And here's the thing, right? I said this last... No, in the first episode, maybe? But who the fuck is really going into this movie with any expectation? Video game movies are historically dick, right? Like, nobody's nobody's coming in here and is like, Why was the Sonic movie bad? I thought it was going to be amazing. You know, and more, more props to you if you do have expectations. Like, that's great. Um... I just know that most people don't. So when it's weird to me that people are seeing a movie that they think is going to be bad from the get go. And then they have quote unquote evidence or reasoning as to why it's going to be bad. Or they find more reasoning and then they get more mad about it. It's like, what what are you trying to accomplish with this? That's what I don't understand. Like with this, with this thinking, like why? I think we just like to complain. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, because we lo we sure do love complaining. Yeah, no, it's complaining like complaining about the same things for ten years. Yeah, I think, I think I want this to be like the last of our like episodes that are focused on talking about fan base reactions to stuff because it just you know doing these like weekly puts it into perspective because. Let's be real, we we went through like five different headlines, right, today, and most of it was fan reaction discussion, um, and the other, you know, and it's like, we don't get too much news, Sega ends up drip feeding us a lot, which is fine, there's no real problem for that, I'd argue it's worse with series such as Pokemon, which is also something I'm interested in, you know, it's not like we're getting a new Pokemon announcement every month or something um but with with sonic like you know we we did this episode two weeks ago and we're bringing up things that people are regurgitating almost verbatim like that people have been saying for months now for years and it's like you guys better stop like i'm not saying you can't have opinions but Y'all keep talking about the same thing over and over again. In fact, I'm kind of glad that the movie exists. Like, 
I hate saying this because it devalues the work that people put into these projects like movies and games and comics, but I'm glad that we do find new things to complain about every so often because we have something like, you know, when Team Sonic Racing started getting a lot of shit, it started to take the fire away from forces, you know, and now people don't talk about it as much. And I'm glad because I was tired of seeing forces. And I guarantee you by the time... I'm already tired of it. But by the time Team Sonic Racing comes out and the you know the next thing comes up, I'm going to be tired of TSR. Or the comics. or you know I don't even pay attention to the comics. I know nothing about these comics. I know about that, that new Whisper character. And I know about Tangle, right? The, mm-hmm. Those are their names? Tangle and Whisper? But like... And I, I've seen like one or two pages and I know the, art, the cover art's kind of pretty right i see them uh on twitter a lot but aside from that i don't know anything but i st- what what i do know is that people have been complaining about this shit for so fucking long it's like what do you got what, what, what are you trying to accomplish man like the fact that i don't know anything about this fucking like series except for the fact that people hate it or people are very vocal about it just speaks volumes about the whole community I, like, I can't do it anymore. Damn. Can we can we talk about something we like next time? Yeah. Well, why don't we do it now? We've we only been doing this for, like, 30-something minutes, so... Oh. We can... We can... Right? It feels like it's, it's lasted forever. Mm. But... Uh, what do you want to talk about? Because, you know, I'm... It doesn't have to be news-related. Let's talk about something we like. Sonic Adventure. <sighs> Sonic Adventure is a really good game. You should all go buy it on Steam. I hear it's like two dollars. <laughs> yeah, Sonic Adventure is a really good game with the Dreamcast conversion mod. Cause I don't know who ported the Dreamcast version over to PC, but I hope they don't work at Sega anymore. That's all I'm saying. They fucking took the they took the fucking Xbox they just took the Xbox three sixty PS three ports and put them on Which put them was on the a port of the GameCube version, which was a port of the Dreamcast version. So We all know which the which one's the superior version. Yeah, the Dreamcast. Well, I mean the GameCube version is pretty good too. The best version is Definitely um, the PC version with the Dreamcast conversion mod. Because it has all of the DX stuff in it, but it doesn't look fucking butt ugly, which is nice. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about Sonic Adventure, man. Because I think that's a game that a lot of people don't like nowadays. Well, on, on no, 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 that's God. past. That's past. That was, um, that was back in 2014 when Game Grumps was at their height. And everybody started and decided to start playing old Sonic Adventure games and tried holding them to modern standards to critique. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting, like, conversation topic. What do you believe? Because, like, okay, say if I was to play Zelda 1 in 1980-whatever, you know, I, I think it would be great, revolutionary. But if I was to play it, like, nowadays, it wouldn't stand up on its own. But, like, here's the thing. There's games that were released in 1994, like Sonic 3, that I can play now and finish in one sitting and love it from start to end. So it's it's weird that there's games like that. 
like how come early ass games can still be good today but some can't you know like that's 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 weird i think it's all a matter of of opinion how people feel about, yeah about vidgy games and yeah yeah, Shout out I to the think... bad opinions. The, huh? Shout out to bad opinions. Bad, bad opinions keep the world going, okay? Like Exactly. That's why I have that's why I have the worst ones. Listen, I don't I don't fuck with um let me look at a game in my in my uh in my games thing over here. I don't fuck with I don't fuck with Pokemon Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness, but the people that like those games, they, they pushed for more 3D in Pokemon, you know? They pushed for what we wanted, and then over time, elements from those games kind of came into the real ones, all the main series. You know, people people who have a difference in opinion of you... See, that's also something I think the Sonic fanbase hates, is like, if you have a different opinion to someone else... You immediately clash on a personal level. It obviously shouldn't be like that, but that's what happens. And I think that one of the real struggles a lot of Sonic fans tend to have, especially on Twitter with some particular characters on that website, there are people that really like to clown on other people with different opinions. And to me, that's not... To me, it's fine if it's just like a jab or a joke, but then, you know... Certain people do take it personally, and then people take it too seriously, and then it becomes an argument on Twitter for a day. And then everyone moves on, and the, the, the next thing happens like two or three days' time. So, for me at least, I'd like a little bit more, you know, tolerance of other opinions. Um, and that's the kind of safe, not like safe space, but space that I want figure eight to have as well, from like a personal perspective, like... You know, we goof about on this podcast and we talk a lot of shit, but, we, you know, we still have mad respect for pretty much anyone in the community, you know? Like, I don't think that there's, I think there's one person or two people that I can say that I definitively really, really dislike, but those are for reasons that aren't related to Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that in general... I am at least okay with everyone else. Um, and in terms of what they think of Sonic or, you know, as a community thing, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I care about people's people, not, not just walking opinions. <laughs> and I think that particular characters on Twitter.com need to realize that people aren't just walking opinions. Like, everybody who tweets something or has an opinion or puts a YouTube comment, they're a person as well, you know? I think engaging them in debates rather than calling them stupid is is a novel concept to some, but I think it's a good one. <laughs> but anyway, enough about me getting up on my fucking community soapbox for the tenth time today. Uh, Emerald Coast is a fucking bop, by the way. I think that best is like... intro stage in a Sonic game, hands down. You really think? One of the best. I don't know, man. Like Green Hill and Mania is clean. I think that's fucking sick. Oh, do you mean out of the 3D games? Yeah, out of the 3D games, definitely. Yeah, because, I mean, City Escape's nice, but, like... City Escape in introduces you to mostly everything that you're gonna need for yeah. the game. 
that you're going to need because you're not really doing much. Mm-hmm. Like, the bounce bracelet is really only used for, like, one stage, if you really think about it. And, yeah. like, the context of, like, in the context of, like, actual, like, level design, it's only used in one stage. It's very situational, but because you can use it in everywhere, it's great. Fuck. Yeah. My favorite thing in SA2 is when you bounce, is when you use the bounce attack on, like, rails to grind on. Yeah. And you zoom, like, you know, you go at full speed, and that that's so satisfying to, like, chain those together in, like, bro, in, like, fucking final, final rush. And you, like, chain those, like, you, like, bounce to the other end of the map, and, like, you hit the rail from, like, miles away. And then you go super fast, that's so satisfying. But, no, see, the thing with me is, like, for City Escape, it's really formulaic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you have, you have this segment where this thing, okay, so, like, you have the long stretch, um, before, <clears throat> you have the long stretch of, like, when you're on the board, that's, like, 30 seconds, and then you have, like, a couple of rooms, and then you're in another long stretch, couple of rooms, another long stretch, couple of rooms and then there's the there's the the truck which is an automated thing you know like it happens and you can't do anything about it there's no like getting past it mm. um so i think it's very linear in that regard um see i think emerald coast would lose out to me in terms of if we put seaside hill and ocean palace into the same category because like yeah the seaside hill and ocean palace are are, fu- are fun stages I think yeah. they're the I think they're the only good stages in the game. Oh, um, oh no! <laughs> can't, well, can't agree with not you Ocean there, but... Palace. I think I think all the Act Twos are really bad because like they just take the bullshit and turn it up to ten for yeah. in, like heroes. Like all the bullshit that I dealt with in the first stage, you know. But that that shit was easy. Oh wait, you you. You're, you're trying to come into this jungle, man? You want to go into this jungle? Here's a fucking crocodile. And the game is broken, so... I you think... can't get past this crocodile section. I mean, I remember having trouble with that when I was uh, when I was younger. But the, the you know, I do agree the crocodile, with you. With the crocodile, I always end up getting sent flying. Yeah. Very... I think the prime example of that is Bingo Highway. Because you have Casino Park... Wait, yeah, both of those that... stages are shit. No, okay, listen, right? Casino Park isn't that bad for me because you have the pinball physics, and yeah, that's shitty. But I love the aesthetic of the stage. I think it's gorgeous. The music is amazing, and the platforming, when it's not you know pinball related, is nice. You get to Bingo Highway, and it introduces the thing where you can fall off the 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 the, the bingo tables, and you just die. It's like, why would anybody, why would I want this? You know, like, I wasn't prepared for this in the last act, but I was kind of prepared for the pinballs, so it's like kind of a justification. I don't know, it's it's very weird, but going back to like Emerald Coast, I think that stage is just really fucking solid. And I think that, because here's the thing if I was to compare like Seaside Hill with like Emerald Coast, Seaside Hill isn't like meaty enough, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have enough to it that I would be able to compare it, but, like, putting that and Ocean Palace together, I think it would edge out over Emerald Coast. You know, even if it is, like, way longer than Emerald Coast to begin with. 
Emerald Coast is some heat. Yeah, the no. crazy shit that you can do in that stage, wild. Yeah, like you can you can break that stage in really interesting ways. Not to you the can point skip where it's, like, like entire portions. Yeah, I like how there's like moderate exploration, exploration as well. It's not like speed highway where you can jump onto a building and then spin dash up it and then go to it, get an extra life. But it's like, hey, there's these things that are out of the way, and it teaches you that, you know, these capsules are here. They're randomly generated. That you know, they they have randomly generated stuff in them. They're um they're usually pretty good to get, and it's fun, right? You know, if you go up on the wall of this pie, you'll get this capsule, whatever. Um, I think that's good. But I'm trying to think, what was Unleashed's first level? Um, the fucking Windmill Isle. Well, yeah, Windmill Isle. Yeah, no, that where, sucked. Where it teaches you everything that you need to know about the game, but the mechanics are shit, so yeah, let's I... do it all. <laughs> I don't vibe with Unleash that much, but... um. Dude, the drift sucks. Yeah. No, I definitely remember having prob like problems with it. Um, not that I was like bad, but it was I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird intro stage. I think. Um, I forgot oh six. What's the level in that game? It's not Emerald uh, Coast. Wave it's Ocean. Wave Ocean. Yeah, that's it. Which see, is Emerald Coast Light. Yeah. See, I like Wave Ocean. Wave Ocean has some like, if you look at its like level map, it's really small. Like it is really small, but it goes. It's really wide as well. Like it's it's pretty. It's like it like bottlenecks itself up until a certain point, and then it widens out a lot, and then like it comes back in. It's 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 really interesting. I really like um that. Except for the mock speed section, that shit is not good. That shit can burn. Yeah, I mean, I'm good at it to the point where I can do it like flawlessly, so it mitigates the bullshit. But I shouldn't have to, you know, put up with the the game shitty controls uh colors i think tropical resort is fantastic i think it is the perfect like introduction stage i don't think it compares to emerald um but it's really it's close. the perfect introduction stage for that game specifically yes absolutely i think that's a really good way of putting it um i just think that because obviously colors is the problem where you have those stages that are like 20 seconds long and also the two to three minute long stages. So it's kind of hard to make the comparison because it's like, you know, we're comparing two acts of Emerald Coast, which, you know, Emerald Coast is one stage split up into two areas, as opposed to seven stages, three of which are like decently sized and like the other like three or four, I forget how many are in Tropical Resort or in One World in that game, are like pre like 20 seconds long. So it's 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 hard, but I think it gives you like a good introduction to the wisps, and it's 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 good. It's good for that game. It's yeah. Um, generations in terms of modern, I love Green Hill, but it's a little bit too simple. Yeah, it's really easy. Yeah, like, I mean I that game is really easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Emerald Coast does a better job of establishing what the game actually is, because like. I don't know. The thing that I like about Adventure 1 in particular, not that I like Hub Worlds, but it's 
the adventure games bring a lot of world building and nice nice context to everything that's going on. Adventure throws you into a boss battle, and then as you move around. Yeah, yeah, like in in Heroes, in Heroes, like Heroes is an example where you're in Ocean Palace, and then the next stage you're in Grand Metropolis? Question mark. How did I get there? You know. And while you know, whilst if you took okay, if you took the hub world out of Sonic Adventure, and you like had a map, or something that was like okay, or like the cutscenes in that game, it's like oh, we're gonna go here next. If you took the hub world out, that game would still feel like a living, breathing world, even if you can't run around in it. I think Adventure Two does a decent job of that, not as good. I think um, stuff with the because the game turns into like arc city a little later on you know like night you know like the last third of the game is just all in the arc which is fine but i don't know maybe that's because different characters jump around in that fucking game and you can't you know if i have yeah, to play a story I have to play dark, dark story is mostly on the arc most of the stages in dark are on the arc oh that rhyme the dark arc yeah no you're, you're right though, we yeah. go because literally, I think like the third stage or whatever in the in the dark story is Lost Colony or something like that, right? The first stage in the dark story is the level where no, no, Eggman like finds... the third, the third, like after Rouge. Well, no, because he 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 has he has Sand Ocean, doesn't he? Not Sand Ocean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After has... Sand, after Sand Ocean, you go to the Ark, and you go into Lost Colony. And then you're yeah, kind of yeah. just like in and out. Yeah, and like they leave to go back down to blow up the island, and then they go back. Yeah. And then they stay on there, and then the whole like climax of the story happens there as well. So, I I don't know. Adventure one does a really good job of world building, I think. <laughs> and uh... then especially with all the lore added in and how it all, how all the stories are interconnected. By yeah. the visions of the Echidna tribe. Yeah, I think Excellent. that can get a little bit repetitive, but it it really, like... It, well, like, Sonic and Knuckles have the most, like, have the... No, Sonic has the most, like, flashbacks, doesn't he? Probably. Because yeah. everybody else just kind of gets one flashback. Fucking Gamma. Windy Hill. What do you think of that? What do you think? You never played Lost World, right? No. I think Windy Hill is great, because it's four stages that are really similar, and they all fit the aesthetic, and it's really nice and cozy. Then you have Desert Ruins, where one of them you're getting chased by a sand tornado, one of them is just a very regular level, the other one is Desert Ruins, and the other one you are on a massive um, tree going downwards that are all beehives, you know? And it's like, yeah, that game doesn't blend together, and that's fine. I don't think every game has to, but I think in terms of setting a game up, Lost World does it really well, and then it doesn't follow up on that. It's like, if in SA1, you went from Emerald Coast to, like, you did, like, Emerald Coast, you did, like, Windy Valley, and then you went to, like, fucking, I don't know, like, a place from Silent Hill. Like, what, what the fuck? It's just oh, really... you can go straight to Red Mountain after to Windy Hill. 
Yeah, no, like you get the windstone, you end up in fucking Red Mountain. I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. It's, uh, oh, like Lost World, yeah, like it's, it's weird. Um, the last one is, uh, Forces, right? Um, Green Hill, Sand Hill is pretty good. Yeah, it's okay, it's very, it plays itself, but I don't, see, that's the thing, like, when people talk about this kind of shit, it's like, these things happen by themselves. Like, I don't complain that a game is too easy. I Like, one of my favorite series of all time is Kirby. You know, and my other, one of my others is, is Mega Man. I don't give a shit about difficulty so long as I enjoy the game itself. Because I can flip-flop, you know? Like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Pokemon games is, is you know, like, the game's between like platinum and black and white two, I think are my favorites, but I also love Pokemon X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, despite the fact that those two like sets of games are like so different in terms of difficulty. So when you know we have games like Forces where the first level kind of plays itself, I don't really, I don't really care. It's like okay, great, I still got like thirty other levels to go. I'm fine. I'll live. Plus, you know, I played that shit in the demo like a million times, so. Uh, yeah, no. I like the aesthetic of uh, Sand Hill. I don't think I talk. It's funny how we're talking about forces in the podcast after forces, but, um, I didn't really mind Sand Hill. I think I think it was okay. It, you know, the the aesthetic's nice. I guess it's a cool mix-up. They don't really do much with it. They could have gone further with it, but they didn't. It's fine. I can't believe we just talked about Emerald Coast and, like, comparing it for, like, 15 minutes. Like, that that lasted longer than half of the things that we actually wanted to talk about. God damn it. Because SA1 is a good fucking game. We should talk about SA1 uh, for a whole episode. Maybe not yeah. next time, because I don't know what we're going to be doing for next time, but we can we can figure it out. Yeah. So, I think that will wrap this up. We're almost coming up to an hour uh, cut this one short a little bit because we don't really have too much to talk about and if we did then we'd be here for like three hours so yeah really um, yeah can I get a fuck Sonic ugly ass blue rat in the, in the comments yeah everybody type fuck Sonic don't do that <laughs> don't don't appease him don't let him win <laughs> if you type fuck Sonic he wins okay no matter how much I agree with him he still wins Anyway, we'll we'll see you guys um, probably next week. Next week. I mean, we're, we're trying to do this weekly, but we'll see you guys again next week.